Welcome back, it's Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws, in the building. Uh, we got a lot of topics on deck today. We got the Wizards. We got Steph Curry going hamburger, no cheese last night. We got uh, JPP trying to sue Adam Scheffler for for his his uh, hand situation and some more stuff. Um, no, for, for, first of all, I just want to know question: Do y'all watch Blackish? Do y'all watch yeah. that show? Best show on TV. No, that show yeah. is amazing, dog. Yeah, I, I, but hey, but uh, let me let me start. Make sure you don't, because I haven't had a chance to watch that episode yet. So, like, don't. Okay, don't, so don't, no spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, 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 all right, all right, good, all right, cool. I'm glad you put that out there because I'm about to get all into this. <laughs> but yeah, but but just for just just the yeah, this show is 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 such a a refreshing. Like show, you know what I'm saying? Like that they really tackle race relations and racial issues with like dignity and respect, and and it's also clever and it's funny. Like I mean, I mean, of course, everybody kind of knows about the the Blackish show and like the premise and you know how it's like a it's like a new age Cosby show kind of sort of, but it's really not like the Cosby shows. But but I mean, it's been compared to that, um, you know, in some degree, at some level. To me, it's it's new, like it, it fits this time and in this era. But the writing on the show is brilliant. Like the writing is brilliant. The uh, you know Anthony Anderson, that Bama's not funny to me. But the, whoever's writing this script, Young, is making this Bama funny. Like they make the show funny. <laughs> um, the kids are funny. Like everything. And and you know, granted, they were tackling like you know a serious issue. And I'm not gonna get into exactly what they were tackling but i mean to some level you already know it was about like you know talking about racial stuff but but uh i was like how are they gonna tackle this this is such a serious issue like how are they gonna tackle this and like still make it like entertaining and funny and different things like that and it was all of that and it was heartwarming and it was touching so if you if you get a chance you know, jeff or whoever you know I, I people listening definitely check out black ish like i get that jump five stars of approval you know, when I, my wife, she, she started watching the jump first. I'm like, black is, man, I ain't trying to watch this jump. This jump corny. Anthony Anderson, he a bad man. I ain't trying to listen. You know what I'm saying? But I take all of that back. Like, the show is legit. It's legit <laughs> funny. I was, no, I mean, it's legit funny. And, and whoever's on yeah. the show is like, they really, and they're really in touch with the society we live in, black people, black issues, and different things that's going on. So um, definitely recommend you check it out. Uh, second yeah. on, the, on the list second is I think I mean of course people know about the Tommy Loren and, and Charlemagne discussion that was on the day that he went on her show I guess and like did an interview about you know the Black Panthers and stuff so you know after our show last time Jeff had put me on to the uh, what is it Vanguard of the Revolution the like PBS yeah. special on the Black Panthers that junk is an A plus rating like I mean, it's so informative. It definitely, uh, you know, enlightened me to a lot of things I didn't know. Um, you know, I, I think I, I texted you, Jeff, like off oh, break about the jump, just talking about the jump. But, bro, when they hit my, when they killed my man Fred Hampton, dog, I'm trying to tell you, bro, I was, I was steaming, steaming, <laughs> like, like steaming, dog. Like, especially yeah. when they showed like the extent that the FBI went to like. You know, really counteract 
the Black Panthers who right. are only trying to do stuff with it, like, you know, just trying to bring equality to the to the people. And it it's just like when they show like how they restaged the whole the whole like his apartment, that whole, you know, mm-hmm. the whole Black Panther apartment, like at the FBI station. Like I was like, young this Bamas was going hard body out here. Just it, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. crazy. It, it what was, were your it thoughts? You had some thoughts on Nah, I was just going to say, like you say, obviously we, we discussed it a little bit. Uh, yeah, it definitely was crazy the uh, level that uh, that Jay Edgar uh, went. And uh, I mean, you know, he was famous for stuff like that. I actually uh, haven't got a chance to ever see the movie. Uh, I just never with, with uh, DiCaprio. But it, it made me it makes me want to definitely when I get a moment, watch that because I just want to see how. You know they uh, portray him in that movie, but like you said, the levels to which uh, which they went to to uh, infiltrate it, and then once again, you know, uh, us coming off the conversation with uh, you know Jason Whitlock uh, attacking um, uh, uh, Sean King on the last episode, it's just it was frustrating to see once again they pit us against one another um, with the with the guy that they used. That's yeah, you talking about a white person about, infiltrated. Yeah. Yeah, you talking about Eldridge like, Cleaver that's how it, in the in the nah, nah, in the whole thing. Cleaver. Nah, not Eldridge Cleaver. You know, he was one of remember he was like one of the leaders of it. I'm talking about the guy that started it all that they that had got popped in the FBI. They used him as an informant to infiltrate. Oh, oh yeah, Black yeah, 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 yeah. And so from there, yeah, um, so from there it started, you know, obviously the the downfall of him and you know, that's where it all started with his infiltration. And then, of course, you know, by the time um, Huey P. Newton um, had come out, you know, they, they pitted um, yeah, Huey was. Cleaver against one another. So, yeah. But, yeah, man, uh, yeah. It, it, it was a great, great, uh, you know, great documentary. And uh, like you said, it gave me a, a gamut of emotions <laughs> watching it. So. <laughs> Yeah, for for those listening, definitely definitely uh, check check that out. It's the uh, it's the Vanguard of the Revolution. It's a PBS special. You can go on YouTube, find it on YouTube. I mean, it's an hour and like forty minutes. I mean, the Joan is a movie, but you know, with PBS specials, they gonna cover the whole nine, so they're not gonna like leave no no stone unturned when they you know when they're talking about a, a topic. I mean, I, I watched the Malcolm X show and I told you about that. That's that's really good, but that's really for. For people who are uninformed, like I think, I, to me personally, everybody needs to watch it, like white, black, whatever. Because I think we we can't just turn a blind eye to the the, the racism that live that's you know exists in this country. We need to like really see what it is, you know. Because one of the things that really kind of resonated with me is that it's like a lot of the things that they dealt with in that times. And you know, if you watch the documentary, a lot of the pictures and stuff is all black and white, like we're still dealing with a lot of those issues now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just, I mean, it's clearly evident that we're still trying to like deal with these type of these, you know, injustices. And um, yes, definitely get a five-star rating, my recommendation. Uh, Definitely check it out for those who haven't, um, you know, please. And you can leave a comment on the, on the Facebook page or on, Twitter, whatever, whatever, you know, your thoughts on it if you want want to bring it up. Uh, aside from that, the Wizards, man, yeah, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm trying, I want to tag John Wall in these little post jokes, but I don't want to tag the Batman if I'm going to go in on the Batman like I'm about to go in on him. 
because I'm just like, I'm upset when I see articles like the one that, that I'm about to allude to in a second um, that basically have him talking about like how he doesn't want this season to be a waste and how he, you know, I, there was another article talking about how, you know, he was jokingly saying that the fans care more about the Chick-fil-A than us getting the W and all like this. And just these little short-handed comments. And yeah. It is true. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going. I'm not even going to fight against that because it's a reason I, I, for that, though, man. It's a reason okay. for that. <laughs> uh, 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 okay, but this, all right. So this is his comments, and then I'll let y'all say what y'all want to say. He says, "I know what our goal is. It's to try to go after Kevin. Speaking of Kevin Durant, which is not a bad situation, but my ultimate goal is this year. I ain't trying to waste the season." Ball recently told the vertical, I'm in my sixth year. Time don't wait for nobody, and I've dealt with it my first three years of not being in the playoffs. I know how it feels to have a longer, a longer summer or a longer vacation. I don't want that. I want to be seen on TV. I know the city wants to see that. And as a point guard, you get you get known as being a winner in this league, not being a loser. And that's something I never want to do. So, John, you can't say that, bro. Let, let me and then lose to the Chicago Bulls with with Beltway League players, second and third string Bama starting. The only starter they had out there was Gasol. That's you cannot lose to them, dog. You can't. Go ahead, Aaron. What do you want to say, man? I just want to cut you <laughs> off for that for that first point. If you listen to what he's saying, he's talking about the GM and how the team is handling instead of trying to win now. They're setting up to win next year, basically throwing the current team they have out in the wind until Katie makes a decision. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like I mean, saying the same thing we're saying in reference to Ernie Grunfeld and Randy Whitman in the season, just basically flopping in the wind until Katie makes up his mind. Okay, okay. All right, all right. I, I hear that. I hear a little bit of that. Go ahead, Jeff. What you want to say? Nah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm spot on with Aaron. That's what he's saying. Um, but the problem is, I mean, he won't stop talking. And I don't think that was their initial plan. First of all, Bradley Bill is hurt every time you turn around. So you figure if Bradley Bill was healthy, they wouldn't be this bad. Now, I don't know how much better they'd be because every year, um, I think – us losing Paul Pierce, I mean, you see how big his leadership was. He obviously wasn't the same player that he once was. He, he's, he had that leadership. And even, you know, he would talk about and stay on Bill and Wall in terms of their preparation and, you know, that hunger and, and wanting to be great. And we, we miss that. So when you factor in something like that and you factor Bill always being hurt, I mean, this was going to happen regardless. Like, like that's that they didn't make any major moves, yeah, because they were trying to, they were wanted to set up for KD. I mean, which uh, I think we all don't think we're getting him, but like they didn't really have a lot that they could do because I, they still assume, like I said, that Bill would be on the court. So every time he's hurt, that's hurting the team, and that's where we are today. But no, I don't care if Bradley Bill is not dead. You cannot lose to Etwan Moore. Had Josh McDermott looking like the coming of Dan Marley 2.0 out here, dunking, going to the lane, tomahawking, doing all crazy type stuff. Dunleavy, you know, his knees rejuvenated, shooting tray balls, fadeaway jumps, getting his hand hit in the corner. Like, come on. Like, 
you got to beat the bad team. You, I mean, you just uh, have yeah. to. If you're not trying to let this this season be a waste, John Wall, you got to beat these bad teams. I don't know. They didn't even have Derrick Rose. Like, leading up to the game, this is the thing. I, I watch all the games. So, I see, like, the little post-game talks and all that stuff. So, the night before that, right, they beat – they beat I, – I forget who they played, but they won that the game. The Pelicans. Whatever. Pelicans. They beat the Pelicans. All right? They mud the Pelicans. They was on their high horse. So, after the game – they get John Wall and they talking to him and they talking about like, yeah, y'all play the Bulls tomorrow and y'all travel to Chicago, woo, 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 woo. And he's like, yeah, you know, we're going to go out there. Derrick Rose, he's such a great player, blah, blah, blah. Giving big ups to Derrick Rose. But, you know, like, yeah, like basically we're going we gonna to go up there and take care of business, you know, tomorrow too. We got another game up, be ready, whatever. I'm like, then you go out here and you lay an egg and you get these garbage time points that like barely like make you look like you had a respectable game when... Like, y'all lost. I don't even care what his stats look like. He had a triple double, double didn't he? Nah, well, not last night. Not, not that was last the Pelicans. Night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not that was the first the Pelicans. But, but it, to me, a triple double is all for not if you don't get a W. Like, yeah, you, you yeah, gotta get I a mean, W. He, he. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't think either Aaron or I. Uh, we're making any excuses for them losing last night. Like you said, when Rose isn't in, Butler's not in, Miritich is out, uh, Noah's out. When you're missing all those players, it's no excuse for the Wizards uh, not to win that game. Only things I'll ask, you know, and, and I'm, you know, I've been pretty critical of, of Wall like a lot of people, but what, what will it take? Like, what does Wall have to do and then they still lose for us to be okay. I mean, the problem is the roster. I mean, he, he it's could trash. Just, say he could, the roster is trash, man. We can't always attack Wall and blame him for everything. Like that, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm more than willing to get on him when it's warranted. But you know, the roster's trash. It's not all his fault. And I understand okay. that leaders or the, the leader of the team is, you know, it's going to fall on them. But every time, you know, isn't always his fault. So we can't always attack him when the other so, players aren't doing anything. So this, this is the thing. I, I, I'm I with y'all 100%, right? But if your team is some trash, you can't talk. Bruh. You can't talk. Like, that's like me going up to Bowie, Bowie <laughs> Gym and going that jump, and then I get a random five of Bama's I ain't never seen play before. One Bama got on a, a Adidas headband. Another Bama got on some some we all want shorts from 95 and, and and they like yeah young okay you play with us and i'm like yeah i'm talking to the bamas on the other team we about to smash y'all y'all can't see us woo, 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 woo. the next thing you know bama shoot the ball off the top of the backboard bama crossed himself up jump for go off and shoot out of bounds like i can't be talking trash though i gotta fight and just play Harold, you was talking trash on the young guns and we won one game the whole season <laughs> When you a good Got guy, you talking, that's part of the game. Got <laughs> that's part of the game. You can't expect him to be like to to account for his GM and his head coach being garbage. Like that's not his fault. He's a top twenty player in the league. I, I don't. He's supposed to go sit in the corner until the GM decide or until they fire the GM. Like he's supposed to just. I don't understand what what the DC fans I mean, expect from him. Can he be like Damian Lillard? He can't shoot. He'll never he be a shooter. He can't shoot. You're right. Uh, you're right. You're right. But look at when they drafted, bro. Like, here's the thing. Like, I mean, like, 
I, I mean, I hear you, Aaron, but I'm I'm with Harold in this regard. Like, I mean, you don't think you don't think Boogie is uh, you know what I'm saying, frustrated, dropping buckets like that, but we don't always hear now granted this is obviously our hometown area, so we're we're gonna get the news, but the news of Wall talking is reported on major sports networks. So, like, and we're always hearing something. He's not the only one who's, you know, playing on a team that supposed to be better than what they are and he's the star and they constantly oh he does a rock of rapping too he's rapping dog like how many incidents do we have to bring up where we're always hearing his name in the paper we hear a clip about something that he said that is like dog just play y'all aren't play keep getting better like you know what I'm saying like what can you say there's nothing you could say I mean I understand what y'all saying but I just don't understand if it's not affecting his game I don't understand why it's a problem to me I mean, I hear you, but but do you think that that's a good look? Like that's like kind of what we're getting at. Like, what are you talking for, dog? Y'all aren't good. Like, no one. Like, come on, that's gonna fall yeah. on deaf ears. Like, why is anybody gonna pay you any mind? They're like, dog. Like, you're just you're just talking. Like, I I don't have any respect for what you're saying. Like, look at your team. Like, you know, you like, come on. That's all anybody's gonna think. So it's, it doesn't look good. That's that's dog, the thing. It, 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 it is Ernie's fault, dog. I mean, it's Ernie's fault. It's Randy Whitman's fault, you know, and, and they both they both take blame. If I gotta hand out the like the blame card, you know, they getting a majority of the blame. But John Wall is starting to like really just annoy me. Not that he's not good, but it's just like when you when you talk like this, like it just brings undue like attention to an already bad situation. Just, right. just chill out, dog. Just ball out. Get your triple doubles. Be quiet. And then at the end of the season, like you'll get a pass. But when you're like put, like when you talk, you at you put yourself at the forefront of the scrutiny without right. like it, without it really being justified to being put on your shoulders because, like, you're not really the problem. I mean, outside of you chucking up threes, but when you playing with Sorry <laughs> Batman's, I mean, I chuck up too. Like when I'm playing with Sorry Batman's, and I know I, I'm the only really scoring threat. Uh, but but it's disrespectful, young. When you go into another arena with all Bellway League players, Sean McDermott look like look like a number one draft pick. Yeah. Dog. This <laughs> look, 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 you, you, hey, look, you call him Sean. That's how you know. <laughs> Duh, <Dermot. laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. About I gave the man a black name and everything. The way he was cooking. This Batman ain't dug no more, young. Batman went to the lane, did the t- duck to the side. Batman was flexing. I thought he was about to do the duggy after the second duck. <laughs> like, oh, like, this Batman oh ain't faking. And then he doing that. But then Etwan Moore, come on, dog. Etwan Earn. Etwan Moore. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. Look, t- no, the look, 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 Harold, like my, my, my last thing too, and, and I'll say it to Aaron because, I mean, I guess you understand this, but it seemed like you were kind of defending his talking. Like on the, on the polar opposite, we see what happened with Dame Lillard. He missed the all-star team last year. You could argue he got snubbed. He definitely got snubbed this year. Like, and, and then they also lost Aldridge and you didn't hear nothing from him. Like, and what'd he do? Go out there and drop buckets. What'd they do? They, they in the, they in the playoff picture right now. Oh, you know, everybody thought they were going to be sorry once Aldridge left. Well, he went out there and hooped and he let his play do the talking and that, let the media do the talking for him. That's, that's what Wall needs to that's, do. That's yeah, what I'm Wall not, needs to do. I'm not defending the, uh, I guess, whatever the comments and stuff that bother everybody. I just saying it doesn't bother me and I don't see, I guess, what, 
like if it's not affecting his game and it's not affecting the team, then I don't see what the issue is. But that's just, I guess, a matter of preference. I can do Yeah. That. Yeah, nah, I mean, it is young. I mean, plus we from a different era. era. You know what I'm saying? We from the era where, like, you know, a high school team might have one Bama that's a cooker. The team be sorry for real, but it just be one cooker. And it's like, yeah, that Bama be frying. Bama drop 40 and they lose by 20. But that Bama be frying. <laughs> like, it's just, that's just, well, like, that's just how it is. And I mean, and John Wall is a, is a talent in the league, man. He's good. I'm not saying he's not good. He, he's great. I mean, I'm glad he's on the Wizards team. But if you're going to talk, you need to be shooting 60% from the, the three-point line. Like, <laughs> allowed to talk in my my book young that can say whatever he want is Steph Curry that Bama can can throw the middle finger up at his coach I, I don't <laughs> right now he is so so speaking of Steph Curry last night this Bama scores 42 against the uh the Miami Heat and and they went a close one 118 112 now people don't really like recognize how close the game was unless you like actually watched it but the game was like back and forth under a minute it was like bucket here bucket there bucket here bucket there but Steph Curry young like I don't know like I don't know what happened they went to commercial break young this guy my hat on the Superman cape cause he hit a three that was just first of all at the end of the first half he hit a three that was like a step in front of half court but he shot it like his regular shot. I was like, yeah, oh my goodness. But at the end of the game, he basically hit two shots that just just won the game for, for the, uh, the the Golden State Warriors. Two shots. And one jump was an ill-advised jump. Uh, like Draymond Green, like he passed the ball to Draymond Green. Draymond Green was open for the three. But White, uh, Hassan Whiteside was right, like kind of close to him. So when he pulled up for the three, Hassan Whiteside blocked the jump and like blocked it back. Like to Draymond Green. Draymond Green gets the ball and he's like, yeah, let me get the ball up to the to the guards because I'm out here lunching. <laughs> he gave the ball up to Steph Curry. The Bama Steph Curry does like a little pirouette dribble like around the Bama and then he like, he doesn't like go towards the basket. He just dribbles around the three-point line and then he just like Draymond Green, after he gets the ball up, he like sets like a screen off the pass, like a little, little like a like a sidestep screen, Joe. The Bama Curry just pulls up with Hassan Whiteside like, trying to block his shot too. So it's not like he had a guard like contesting the shot. He had a seven-foot center contesting the shot that he just, after he just blocked the shot, cash, buckets, right in his face. The jump was just so deflating. Like, I was like, oh my. The shot was unbelievable. Like, the first, he had another shot before that when they went under a minute that I was like, this is, like, don't even pull that jump. That's a bad shot. Cash. I was like, oh. <laughs> You know how, like, you ever seen the time when Bama's shooting? He'd be like, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's how that jump was. So when he hit that jump, I was like, yeah, that was fluke. But then when he hit the second one, I was like, I was in disbelief. Like, the Bama is clutch. So the question is, 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 it, is, it, st- is it the team or is Steve Kerr a good coach or is it just he got unbelievable players? Like, what is it, young? Because, I mean, I've heard people saying that Steve Kerr is this great coach and giving him more props than he deserve. And then I'm saying, I'm, I'm looking at the players play like amazing on the floor in, in crucial situations, just natural ability. I don't think he drew up no plant, no play for this Bama to shoot a block shot from that far away from the basket. So like, what is it? Is it is it the players or is it the coach? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people saying 
uh, Mark Jackson built this team and different things like that. What, what is it? What do, you, what do you think, man? I think they had a better winning percentage when Luke Walton was coaching. So I don't know how you can give Steve credit. That, credit that's for what actually, was going on this that, year. That, that's actually not true. They they they've lost five games. Kurt, they've only lost one since Kurt's been back. So the four. I other they lost four two. Were, were, huh? No, they, I thought they lost one. Nah, they're they're fifty one. They 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 lost. They had they were undefeated, and then they lost to Portland. That was that was Kerr's first loss. They 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 were undefeated since Kerr uh, took over. Okay. So well, yeah. So so um, but I but you go ahead. That but I just wanted to point that out for you. No, I thought that I thought they had a better record under Luke Walker. That's what I was saying. So that kind of nullifies that if they did. Yeah, not 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 I, this year. Obviously, if you count last year, because. Uh, you know, he had lost. He, I think they won sixty-seven games last year. So, but if you count Duh, that, I mean, football does. But, though I can I mean, coach them. My, I mean, my, nah. Here's my take, man. And this is this is what it is. Mark Jackson, like he laid the foundation there. Like they got the defense, the toughness, and then not to mention, obviously, they have Draymond Green and just the discipline. All of that came from Mark Jackson. So that foundation was there. There were like a couple of players that that didn't like him. A couple of big men, Azili, and um, I mean even Draymond. Their games uh, weren't to the level of where they are today. So what Kerr brought to them was that flow on offense. And if you watch their offense, like people try to say that they just run a regular pick and roll, where well, you're clearly not watching them because uh, they 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 run movement all over the court. And those guys move well without the ball, not to mention that the ball doesn't stop. So uh, Steve Kerr brought that offensive flow uh, to to the Warriors, uh, but the foundation definitely was laid uh, by Mark Jackson. And so to answer your question as far as whether he's a great coach, I mean, it's too early to say that. I mean, he, he does have the one championship, but I think it's been proven that he's a good coach. But a great coach, um, will only time will tell that. I mean, at the end of the day, this is only his second year coaching. But like, like, okay. So let let's say this: when you're looking at, okay, last year, I think as far as adjustments made in the in the playoffs and when they went up against the Cavaliers, I think like Kerr, those adjustments were key. Those adjustments were key. Those adjustments allowed them to be, be able to win the game because if they, they weren't, if they didn't make those adjustments, they would have lost. That's just my 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 personal opinion. But dog, when you have Obama who can just throw the ball up with his eyes closed from anywhere on the floor and make a shot. Like, that is, I don't know how much of that is the coach. Like, like I'm watching game after game, these battles being put in improbable situations, and then he just put the game genie on and just make threes <laughs> and just hit um, improbable <laughs> buckets that, like, are unbelievable. Last night, I was in disbelief. Like, I never watched the game. And, and it's, of course, it's exciting to watch them. But, like, I didn't, it's not like, I can't attribute that much to Steve Kerr. Like, even though you're right, he brought a, like, a style of play, a, a flow to the game. But, though, when you're running high screen and roll, if you run high screen and roll, and the Bama can shoot at the at the circle, at the half court, you can't even, I get, how do you I get, play defense I get, on that? I mean, I got I to gotta interject in there, you know. Like, I mean, it's silly to think that a coach, like we're sitting here talking about, like earlier today, you know, us chatting on, on the, um, you know, talking on the chat or 
Uwe wanted to come to the Wizards to bring the whatever Max left in John Wall's ceiling is to get the best out of him. Like, you know, Curry, I mean, uh, Jackson had started to do that with Steph. You know, everybody knew Steph could play. It was just a matter of injuries because he had always showed flashes when he was healthy. But he started to get better under Jackson. Under uh, Kerr, it went to another level. It's something to be said about that. Shaq didn't win before Phil got there. Jordan didn't win before Phil got there. Kobe didn't win again until Phil got there. Uh, the the uh, Warriors hadn't won until Kerr stepped in there. So you can't. It, it sounds ridiculous. I hate when, when, when people have this argument to say the coach has nothing to do with it. When the team didn't win anything before these coaches arrived. It's something to be said about getting the players to maximize their talent. Like I said, Festus Azili, Kerr got Festus Azili hoops out there. And he's out right now, and that's why they picked up, uh, like, as a backup, that's why they picked up Barajah. But he hoops. Draymond wasn't playing at this level. It's something to be said about a coach that brings the best out of the team when the team wasn't. They were good, obviously, but they didn't win. They didn't look this good. So to say that he's not doing nothing, that's, that's, come on, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, I, uh, okay, yeah. I, I mean, I just, <laughs> listen, I... I and you, you might, you might, I mean, you make a good, you make a valid point. Like, I can't even sit here and argue against that because I think that there is some value to be said to the coach and how he's developed the players and brought them to a level of playing at this height. But, son, Steph Curry, dog, no, I, I don't, like, Mike, I don't Michael know how Jordan, much, his dog, dad is, Phil. his dad Michael, is a Michael, ex-pro. Phil, Michael like, Jordan fulfilled, Shaq, Kobe, come on, dog. Like, I mean, come on. So, so, okay, so this is, this is the age old question. This is the age old question. Do they, so you're saying to me, this is basically what you're saying that, that if, if Mark Jackson is there still, they don't win the championship last year or they don't have a chip under their belt or Curry is not what Curry is right now. I mean, it's, it's hard to say that. All I can go based on Mark Jackson was there, I believe, what, three or four years? And they, they were terrible when he got there. And he, like I said, he, he he got them to play defense. He got them to be tough, and he got them to be disciplined. And you know, obviously, they made it to the playoffs, losing to Denver and I think the Spurs in in two consecutive years. Or um, excuse me, uh, losing to the Clippers and the, and the Spurs. So um, they beat Denver and then lost to the Spurs. I think the year before, like the first year, they went to the playoffs, and then they lost to the Clippers and in the first round, which was a seven game series, which was tough. So, I mean, they obviously were getting better. I mean, their max win total in the regular season, I think, under them, they had just reached, they were just over 50. They jumped from just over 50 to 67 wins last year in Kerr's first year. And they're on pace this year to break the 72 wins. So, I mean, like, it's hard to say that Jackson would have done that. I, I mean, they were improving. That I mean, that goes without saying. But, like, it's hard to say that they would be as good as they are if, if Jackson was still the coach, just because the way he coaches, like like I said, he's more of a grit defense. Like their offense didn't flow that that smoothly, and you know Curry definitely didn't take a lot of the shots that he had. He basically has like the fluorescent green light under Curry. <laughs> and as you <laughs> and as you mentioned earlier, Curry himself oh, wow. has yeah. As you mentioned earlier, Curry himself has thrown his hands up a couple times. Like yo, so what what are you doing? What type of shot? Oh yeah, good shot. Oh man. Get back, get back, get back. So, but he let he lets him do it because we know he can hit these shots. So, I mean, I, I don't want to say Jackson wouldn't have been, wouldn't have, uh, w- uh, wouldn't have been uh, had him at this level. But I mean, I don't know. I, it's it's tough to say he would have at the same time. 
I, I get that. I get that. I mean, I get that. Steve Kerr had he he he's good. No, Steve Kerr is good. I, I think he he understands what it takes to win. I think that he's a good communicator. I think that he has, you know, he's definitely put them in the best position to like, you know, as far as their skill set and their talent level. Um, you know, I was a little like leery about the David Lee move because I thought David Lee was a lot better than than what he's been. But I guess they 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 saw that early. They made that decision and they they reduced his time. Like I mean, those are all coaching moves and and, and adjustments that definitely need to need to be noted and. Uh, and respect it. So I, I respect I respect Steve Kerr. I'm not saying he's trash. Now Randy Whitman, on the other hand, he's trash. Right now. Uh, who do we who who would y'all want to see replace Randy Whitman right now? I mean, like if they would have just you know, of course after the season, I wouldn't mind having Mark Jackson. I wouldn't mind having Mark Jackson, but I don't know. Like Mark Jackson has that like like that personality. Like I'm your dad type jump. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. Some people don't respond well to that, you know, like that, like like Mike Singletary. You know how he did with like Vernon David, that whole Mike, Mike Singletary like personality, like I'm your father because you didn't have a father, so I'm coming and be your father. Sometimes rappers just don't like, like, you know what I'm saying? These grown men out here, these grown men. So you know, I don't know if that's going going fly, you know. It, it, with these guys, with this group of guys, so I, I mean, I think as far as like getting them to play defense, as far as bringing it, bringing the best out of them, as far as basketball is concerned, I think that'll be fine. But like the communication factor, I don't know if he's the best fit. So that's a question mark. But if I'm just looking at all the options, like, like he's a, he's up there as far as my my options. I don't I don't really have nobody else that I would. I mean, would you take Lou Walton and put him on the Wizards and let him coach? And I would you know take any guy for the ring. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You right. I don't think. I think. Uh, I think Luke. I think Luke will wait because what's the rush? Why? Why come to the Wizards? Like you know, he's 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 basically second in command in Golden State. This was his first year. He's gonna chill until like a, a real deal job come along. Like the way we're looking right now. Um, I'm I'm with Aaron. I, I, Mark Jackson would be my number one, but I also would throw Tibbs and Tibbs probably would be you know. Yeah, I mean, because like we need to definitely we need to definitely get that that discipline back. And I like I said, I want a coach that's going to coach these coach these players up to be, mm. maximize their ability. You know, not not to just uh, you know make let them look or make it look like they're going through the motions out there, you know, getting paid all this money like they don't care. So I, I'm yeah. really that's going to maximize the abilities of the players. And bring them yeah, no, I'm, I agree. I agree. I think Tibbs would do that. I, I like, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's another personality thing too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that the personality fit. But like, this is a business. And if you, if you're trying to, you know, get the maximize the best out of your, 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 your product, out of your players, like then, then Tibbs is going to do that. Like, I mean, the one thing you can never say about the Chicago Bulls is, they was always they always came ready to play. Like they always were like like there to play. Like you know what I'm saying? You wasn't just gonna just mud hole them or run over them. They was gonna they was gonna play. And then, you know, the sets they ran, they were gonna run them good. You know, they they had the injuries with he had a tough time because he had uh uh Derrick Rose and that battle was in suits one game and then the next game he trying to play and you know, that right. back and forth. That's just that's just tough for any coach to to manage, you know, 
he getting paid all this money. You got to play him, but he's some trash a little bit because, you know, his knees is noodle soup. You can't like, so it's just a lot to deal with. You know what I'm saying? And from the coaching standpoint, I think coming here, you having a healthy roster. Um, I don't know what we're going to do with Bradley Bill, though. We can take out an insurance policy on the team or something because I don't. It's bad. I'm gonna stay hurt all the time, so I. Yeah. I don't know. They man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we kind we we really like unless we could trade them, which I mean, I, I don't know who at this point, but like we we kind of we have no choice. I mean, that's the you know that's the unfortunate thing about sports. Typically, it's like you almost kind of get like hamstrung like because you can't really let him just go but you can't pay I hope they don't pay him the max as far as for whatever it is in his uh because I think what is he like 23 22 23 so I think the max in in his uh con next contract would be maybe about 80 million basically Uh, wall has now but man he's always hurt Uh, 80 million you can't you can't, you can't, you can't give eighty million to to uh, a Bama who got the uh, handicap sticker on the front of his windshield. You can't do it. He stay, he stay with it on there too. Like yeah, yeah. he he never turning that joint in. Yeah, and like he gets special privileges. He park in the front everywhere he go. Restaurants, class. He be in the front parking space everywhere. Cause this Bama stays hurt. I can't do it. No eighty, bro. You want eighty? You need this. You need W's. And you need twenty. Like you got to make the playoffs, because I mean, they gotta you really make the trying playoffs. to get paid. You got to make the playoffs, because if you don't make the playoffs, it's like why? Why should we pay you the money? Like, what's the reason? Like, and you why, can't help why, us and win. Why, and why is he coming off the bench right now and on a minutes restriction? Randy Whitman. Dog, because Randy Whitman coaching these Bama's like, like he don't care. John like, Thompson the like third. <laughs> Coaching these bats like John Thompson third. Like these bats at Georgia. Yeah, that bat get on my nerves. He get the ultimate pass though, because he the only black coach get treated like a white coach. <laughs> but 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 he's some trash though. That bat is terrible. Um, and no disrespect to you, John Thompson. You my man though. But like I don't know, man. This Jones is a debacle. Like I mean, the fans don't like. Like we were saying earlier, like the fans, well, yeah, we care about Chick Fil A because these Bamas is just let he keep letting us. They keep letting us down. Yeah, you gotta remember a couple years ago we had to come out and support Andre Blotch and, and a lot of these Bamas who's not you know no longer with the team. Like we had some hard, tough times, man, with these Bamas, and now it seems like we we slowly drifting back into that. And to me, that's disheartening. Yeah, it's disheartening. So, nonetheless, they they don't. I mean, it's what like 20, 26 games left, something like that. They yeah. need to win. They need to win eighteen of the twenty six games left. To have to get them in. Yeah, you said what? That was best for the team for them to get in the playoffs this year. It's not what's best for the team, but. But I think I think I don't know, man. Morale could take a huge hit if they don't make the playoffs at all. It needs like, to. And, and it, yeah, it needs to, man. Yeah, they they you need right. to hit that rock bottom, man. Make some change. So he's saying you just saying blow the whole joint up. <laughs> 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 but as long as Ernie's here, 
this, this is what's going to happen. So until it's bad enough for him to be gone, so then Randy can be gone. I mean, it's just going to hurt the team. They're going to keep getting either to the second round of the playoffs or getting bounced in the first round. And people are going to be complaining and whining, blaming Gilbert Arenas, John Wall, boom, boom, boom. Ernie has to go. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, yeah, we're all on the same page with that. He has to go. I mean, because if they, let's say they don't make the playoffs and then they don't uh, fire Ernie, then we have a, a lottery pick, you know, uh, and, and do we want Ernie making another pick? Like, I mean, seriously. No. Like, he's only gotten two picks right. And those, like, were no-brainers. John Wall was the first overall. Bradley Bill was number three. Like, should we mention him trading away uh, or the, the trading away the seventh pick, Randy Foy and uh, Mike Miller, when Steph Curry went seven in that draft? Should we mention? Should we mention no, him stop. drafting Jan Vesely? Should we mention no. him drafting Jan Vesely? Should we mention? He can't him evaluate. <laughs> like, huh? he can't evaluate players. Then he moved up last yeah. year to get a guy that they don't play. Why would you exactly. move up in the draft to get somebody that doesn't even play? Exactly, oh, man. So, goodness. yeah. So we need we need him. We need to not make the playoffs. We need to get get a new GM in there and a new coach and let them just be their first draft and you know start from there. That's 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 what needs to happen. If we make the playoffs, it's going to be another excuse for for Ted Teddy Boy to hold on to to uh, to Ernie and uh and Randy, and we we need them gone. Teddy Rock's been hitting. Yeah, man. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm done with them Bahamas, dog. I'm done with them Bahamas. Done. I say that every show. I'm done. And then I'll be like, <laughs> you talk about the Bahamas. Because that's how, that's how it is being a Washington anything fan. Like, you be, man, I'm done with the Bahamas. And then they be like, oh, they play tonight? All right, let me see what my man John Gordon do. <laughs> like, like, that's, how, that's how it be, dog. It's how it be the back and forth, you know, in the relationship. It's how it go. Uh, moving ahead. JPP, Jason Pierre Paul is about to sue Adam Scheffler because he tweeted, I guess, uh, information in regards to his hand being blown up that I guess the doctors were only um, privy privy to. And how in the world did Adam Scheffler get a hold of it? I don't know. <laughs> but he put that junk out on Twitter and had my man's whole whole hand demonstration out there, John, on, on Twitter. Um and did you see the picture, dog? Like I'm talking about, like since the joint is healed, dog. Yeah, still turn up. Yeah, 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 yeah. my man hand looked like one of them African American like history, like them old bronze hands that they be having like that African American. That be like half up, like yeah. Joe looks terrible, dog. I, like real talk, he should have really seriously contemplated retirement. After that, John, like I don't, I wouldn't cut my finger off for that, dog. Cause like, now you can't even high five a Bama or nothing. Like that, John, is it? Is it? Don't look too. It don't look good, dog. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. Is Adam Sheffler like? Is he really going to get in trouble for this? He should. I mean, he's reporting the news. You can't take somebody's. Med- First of all, he shouldn't have had access to the medical records. However, he got the document because he actually tweeted out the document that showed. I guess whatever procedure they did and all that other—that's not legal. Yeah, shouldn't he? Shouldn't shouldn't JPP be suing like the doctors or whoever? Then he's like, suing them too. He, I think. Oh, he is. Yeah, he got to sue everybody. He gonna get paid because you know what happened. I mean, that's his, that's his only—that's re- his only recourse. I mean, he that, lost that's that, what I'm that fourteen mil that bread. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
he got home and couldn't pick the phone up and was like, yeah, I got to do something. My life has changed. They were like, yeah, hold on. Didn't he uh, tweet the show now? How did they get there? Like, somebody in his corner told him something right, and he need to go after it because he's going to make more money off of that than he'll ever make in football going forward because, I mean, like, I know I know that's draw from, draw from team and everything like that. He's not here to defend him. But, like, <laughs> bro, when you see that that, that hand, you yeah you can't you can't sign that you can't like I mean yeah nah dog I, I mean another thing is he has to sue Adam Schefter for the name to come out of how Adam Schefter got the document because if he sues the doctors they're just gonna say we didn't do it we don't know how he got it if they sue Adam Schefter in order for him to be able to to not be the one paying the bill is he has to say where he got it from oh yeah. Yeah, because he's going to have to defer. His lawyer's going to be like, well, yeah, you need to tell him, like, whose fault it is. Because right. if you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Because you can't or they, or, you can. or they Or they might just reach the settlement. But I, I don't know how much uh, bread Shafter got, but they, they might no. settlement. But not, not the type of money he, Jack, JBP I mean, going to What he looking for, not the type he looking for. He's an employee. Yeah, not the type of money he So basically, by suing Shafter, you... ESPN will be liable because he did it on ESPN's airway. So it's not like oh. take Adam Schefter's what he probably got a couple million dollars. No, ESPN has. I thought, I thought he did it on his Twitter. I thought you said he tweeted. Yeah, I thought you said he tweeted. Yeah, I think he tweeted the jail first. I think he tweeted his first information from Twitter. But he I tweeted, know. but he also reported he it on, uh, on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, I think he went on ESPN too. Like, in, like, in relationship to tweeting it out, I guess they had him on the next day and he was just on that joint like, yeah, and the sources are saying that his hand is no good and that he blew it off with a firecracker. You know how he get to talking. So, I don't know, though, but if I'm JPP, I'm like, yeah, I want 50 mil. <laughs> like, I want 50 mil. Because, because essentially, like, he, whatever, whatever that whole thing cost him, that's what he's going to sue for. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess at, at the time he was in contract negotiations and yeah, he, he probably would have got about, yeah, he was about to get like 50 mil or something like that. So that's what I would sue for if I was him. I mean, I might, but, I might not, but you got, but, but was he really going to ever get that money? The Giants are stupid. They weren't about to just, because remember, he wasn't even trying to meet with him. Like these, these the, the, they didn't become billionaires for no reason. So they weren't about to just give, you yeah. know, they weren't about to just give him fifty million without even seeing. Like his, all his people was like, nah, nah, nah. he don't want to see y'all. He don't want to see y'all. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't about to happen though. I remember one time I got hurt outside playing football with Jordan and them, and I like, I mean, I split my elbow open, dog. And when I got home, I got in the house, I couldn't even lift my arm up. My mom was like, yeah, what's wrong with y'all? I was like, nothing, I'm straight. I had poured like alcohol and peroxide, everything on the jump. And I couldn't even lift my arm. And then she was like, let me see the jump. And I pulled, I pulled the jump up. She was like, oh my, they had to rush me to the hospital and everything. So I know, I know firsthand, they not gonna pay the man without saying what's wrong with him. And as soon right. as they saw his hand, like they was probably like, Oh, all right. We gonna we gonna holler at you uh, tomorrow. We you need to talk about this. We need to discuss this. We need to have a good conversation, Bruh, I never seen nobody hand look like this. Like, yeah, dog, it's bad. It, 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 it's, it's bad. It's crazy. It's crazy because, like, you know, I remember, you know, just obviously Fourth of July and uh, 
you know, being over like uh, with, with like Buns and all of them and Steve, like they they, yeah. they were, you know, they were the ones lighting and doing all the fireworks. I'm like, man, I'm I'm staying way back here. Y'all got it. And, 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 and look, and they not making millions of dollars. So if you making all these millions, like you the one lighting it, dog. What? Let one of your mans do that. Like, like no. why you like? You know what I'm yeah. You can't light nothing, dog. Don't light no spliffs, nothing. Just just stay away from everything that has no no candles, nothing with, with a flame on that joint. Do not touch it. Dog. Stay far away. Now I used to think Paris was exaggerating when they like you blow your head off and your fingers off. I'm like, oh, this is not gonna blow my fingers off until I see him grab <laughs> Young, he had dog, I don't know what this man this man was holding this joint in his hand tight too because yeah. the joint finished him <laughs> <Bang, bang. laughs> the joint finished him dog and I know we kind of make it yeah. light of the joint but but his life is seriously altered dog like his it life definitely will be the same yeah. but for me personally I would have sat out the whole year like to not have to cut my finger off because the Bama like amputated one of like two of his fingers off just just to like try to come back and play that was the dumbest thing. But I thought it, I thought they said they had to amputate him or he might lose his hand. I thought yeah. that was the report. I don't think it was. Nah, I heard, I heard, I heard the re, it was, there was a report that he could, like, they it possibly could restore, like, one of his fingers that got, like, blown off, but that he, would, he couldn't, like, play. He couldn't play. Like, he would have to sit out for, like, 12 months for the jump to heal. And you know, the season was about to, like, you know, the season was like, basically had almost started. So he was like, trying to come back. They were like, well, if you do this procedure, if we just cut it off, then you, it'll cut your time in half. So you'll be only, you know what I'm saying? It'll only be three months, three and a half months, opposed to like, you know what I'm saying? Like six or six to 12 months or whatever, whatever the time frame was. So he just, like, he made the call, like, yeah, go ahead, chop it off, just so he could try to, like, get back. And then the Bama had the, the wrapped up hand, the mummy hand out that jump, just trying to play. And I'm like, young yeah, bruh. And I'm sure now that the season's well, well over with, he probably was like, young, it probably wasn't even worth it. Like, I could have just waited, healed my hand, and then I could probably sell the fact that I'm, I'm, go I'm going to be 100%. Because right now, let, like the way his hand is, it'll never be a, like he'll never be a hundred percent. Let me let me ask y'all this: Do y'all know if there's anything on the market like any prosthetic fingers or anything like that? Not, Not for that hand, dog. Not for that. You can't tackle Not for that hand, in the Huh? <laughs> you can't tackle running backs <laughs> in the league and stuff like that with no prosthetic. You can just grab like a <laughs> it might be a better, a better try, a better go at it than the Billy Club on this. Yo, you got it out there. Yeah, you can't tackle. You can't tackle. You can't tackle Asian citizen with that. Yeah, you don't need to pick up a glass like a tea glass and stuff like that. It's just to have a finger, so people don't ask where your fingers at. Kind of sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah, you can't, you can't be doing. Yeah, nah, not that type of, not, not that type of work. Like, you might can smack a keyboard. You might can smack a keyboard, you know. But swipe your credit card. But that's about it. You can't. You're not gonna be tackling Obama, doing swim moves and all that type of stuff. That that type of brunt force to uh, prosthetics, I, I just, they haven't, I mean, I know it's 2016, but we just haven't ev evolved that far in advancements. <laughs> prosthetics. Yeah. Dang, dog. I feel for my man, though. 
But I guess it's just dang. So I mean, yeah, I think he has a winnable case. If nothing else, I mean, we joking and everything, but I think he got a winnable case to get paid. So because uh, Adam Scheffler did jump the gun, you know, and reporting that, I don't know how he got the medical records. I mean, he probably just called to call the, you know, found out what hospital he was at and just probably was like, "Young, I'm Adam Scheffler, ESPN. Don't you want to be in a story? Don't you want to be famous? Like, I'm gonna need that." And they probably just did it <laughs> off the strength. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, what you say? Nah, I was gonna say like I mean it's cr- it's crazy like to hear the stories of uh, you know how some of these like reporters like get their information or their sources. I mean it's really all about relationships, but I mean like it's crazy like some of the stuff like I because I've heard some some stories from all of the different type of industries in terms of the entertainment, uh, and sports and you know uh, music and everything else. Like and it, it's it's crazy so. I, you know, it's it's no telling how he got it, but yeah, they they got all types of little little stuff though. <laughs> yeah, I mean anything to get break a story, dog. I mean that's what they they, they pay to do. That's their their job, and sometimes they would just go to any length to to break a story. Um, you remember what Scott McGlue's wife said last year? <laughs> 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 they, 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 they didn't have a little relationship on the back end. You remember how she said she got the story? Oh yeah, I do remember how she got the story now. <laughs> Hold yeah, on, which one? Some... Wh- which one? Y'all got to refresh my memory. Channel four, Diana Rossini. Bang bang. Yeah, she 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 got it popping. She got it popping, bro. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. We've heard, we've heard more crazier stuff than that. But yeah, yeah. She, she, she got it popping, and then you know, lo and behold, she, she reporting the story. So I mean, I don't know. Allegedly, you know, allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, as we come down to the end of our show. Uh, the Redskins, young. So Bruce Allen had some stuff to say about RG3, talking about he, you know, basically thanking RG3 for his, his time here, but that he won't be here this this upcoming season. Um, McGluin and Jay Gruden was at the combine. Jay Gruden started talking about basically like you know he talking about Matt Jones and you know he got to fix the fumbling issues and he talking about Kirby. We uh we're confident that Kirby's going to be back with us next year. So, I mean, did y'all take anything away from that? I mean, I don't care. I don't care if Kirk come back. As long as that Batman don't get 100 million and 60 guaranteed, <laughs> I don't care if he come back. Like, I mean, they still ain't they still ain't made the deal yet. So, and March 1st is right around the corner. I think March 1st is what, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. So by Tuesday, by by the time we making this doing the show on Tuesday next week, we'll we'll have the answers. We'll have the answers. Um, because I, I think there's yeah. only two scenarios. They they either either work out a deal or they franchise tag them. I mean, the third option is they let them go. I really can't foresee that, but you know, it's the NFL. You know, anything can happen. But, like, anything can happen. I don't think that necessarily means letting them go. I'd be interested to see them not franchise tag him and see what he's worth, see what other teams are willing to offer. It's not like if they don't, I guess, franchise tag him by the first or come up with a deal that they can't still, you know what I mean, negotiate amongst the other teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think for Kirk Cousins, that probably would be the best option because cause there's always a team out there that's going to overpay. 
There's always right. a team out there. That's going to, the Browns would would move heaven and earth to try to get that Bama on their team right now <laughs> with their quarterback situation. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't. I mean, see what he's worth. You know, it might be. It might. It might be a number so big that he ain't even worth that. But just because. They want to try to like push out all other buyers, you know what I'm saying? You know how you go to the auction, 35, 45, 55, 55, 65, 70, 70, 70. That was numbers be so high. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I ain't messing with it. Yeah, I ain't I doing that off for no yeah. Burberry scarf. You can, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. So I mean, you don't know what happened, Joe. You don't know what happened. Uh, so I mean, that's yeah. that's it. We gonna see. We gonna know by next Tuesday for sure. Let me see. Okay. Tonight we got the Golden State, Orlando, Milwaukee, Boston, OKC, the Pelicans, uh, Nets, and Phoenix, Houston, and Portland, uh, San Antonio, and Utah. So the Houston game is on okay. TNT, and the OKC game is on TNT. So that's what gotcha. we'll be watching that, Joe. Um, gotcha. That's it, young. So please follow us at Black Sports 980. Uh, you know, send a tweet. Can I just can we get our, our followers up, young? I feel like Bama's like, I mean, we have listeners because I, I, I mean, people t- tell me and people tell me they listen to the show and stuff, but I'm trying to get our, our following up, young. I mean, like, come on, we about to get the t shirts, we got the website, it's about to be almost finished. We're gonna have that joint up soon. We're gonna get the t shirts out here, and you know, we need to just start this support campaign and have this joint all over the city. So people listening to us and not them other whack bammers on the radio, I can't stand. I have to chill out on John Wall and Bradley Bill though, as the show gets. Yeah, big. you right, dog. You right, <laughs> nah. But no, but but the thing is, young, like, truth be told, like, we gonna keep it one hundred. If you out here cooking, you cooking. I'm gonna say yeah. it. you don't hold no punches about Steph Curry because the Bama is unreal. So I'm yeah. I'm not even gonna hold my tongue and talk about how he cook. If you cooking, I'm gonna definitely gonna say you cooking. Like, I mean, that's just yeah. facts. You want respect, and you earn it. The, the, yeah. Nah, I'm just saying, I'm right with you, man. Like, I'm anybody that know me, I'm I'm equal opportunist. And, you know, if 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 you if it's something to talk about, like, in the good, I'm all over it. But, I mean, I got to be real. Like, I'm not going to just make yeah, stuff I got, up. I got, <laughs> yeah, dog. I got to go to sleep at night, young. I can't be tossing and turning because I done made up some stuff to try to make people get a no, young. We just, the facts, all keep it real, 100 you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to like say, like if you cooking, you cooking. If you not, you not. I mean, you know. And if I think you know, I have an opinion. I want to be the share. We not under no no strict guidelines. No real. We don't work for nobody. We, you know what I'm saying? So we say what we want to say. Um, I, and I people just don't want you to have that, to throw you know? hands if you out in the city. Nah, nah. John Walker, <laughs> he can swing with me if he want to. He can swing with me if he want to. He's still six I'll be four. Right there with John, JPP. Right there with JPP, right with up JPP. low office, uh, Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay. Look, look, your, your, case, your, case, your case would be right, your case would be right behind his in the courtroom. <laughs> yeah, right behind his on the docket. So that man step there, all right? Uh, and go in that job with an eye patch and everything. Everything, head, head, head swollen. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to tell you, dog. I, ain't gonna happen, dog. Ain't gonna happen. Um, but nonetheless, that's our show. Uh, we catch y'all next week on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to 
Shut up! We've talked about it. Let me speak! How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do 